SMG's Sport Report. 4 and 20. We've been there for it all. Australia's original fan food. It all comes down to Sean and Kalen in round 26. Sean Johnson, three points. Sean is now five points clear at the top of the leaderboard. Kalen Ponga, six points. Ladies and gentlemen, your 2023 NRL Dalian Player of the Year, Kalen Ponga from the Newcastle Knights. There it is. Uh, late run from Ponga to take the chockies. Uh, a couple of things before we get into your analysis. Uh, yep. It's my first real Dalian. Uh, good night. Well, what's the deal with six votes? Has, how long has this been going on? Uh, this year. This year alone. Oh, um, really? Re- and why did that change? Um, a revamp situation because they found that one vote, one, one person voting on a game would often probably, there's a couple of howlers, you know, that they'd give three points to a, to a player who maybe hadn't been the man of the match. So this way they eliminated that type of risk. And so I was a vote, I, I was a, a Dalian voter this year. Um, so yep. if I vote, so I voted on a game between Parramatta and Newcastle, I would give my three, two and one and someone else that I, I don't know who else was voting on the same game, giving their three, two and one. So. Obviously, whoever voted on that last game that Newcastle played, they both gave Kalen Pong a man of the match, so he overtook Sean Johnson to win by one right. point. Do you think they got it right? I think they got it right. I think they got it right because Sean Johnson didn't play the last game because he had a calf injury, which allowed Kalen Ponga to come home with a wet sail. And if you listened to our show yesterday, someone predicted it. Ooh. I think we should see a really close battle between a few players. I think Kalen Ponga might be a dark horse in this one because they won 10 in a row. <laughs> Okay. Uh, the Knights, and I think he got me into the match in most of them games, so he could come home with a wet sail. Look out for Caleb. Come home like a train. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a big and a bold prediction, for, especially for someone who was voting on it. That's like that's like a bit of insider trading, I, I reckon. I didn't vote on that game. I didn't vote on that game. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good prediction, but we've made a few on this program, and most of them, I well, think, have uh, actually well, come. You know, look, if, you want to, if you're listening to this show, you'll know that we've got two ex-sportsmen here. You've got an ex-rugby league player, an ex-lawn bowl champion. That's and right. Yeah. Sometimes we make predictions, and they we nine well, times, or actually nine and a half hour times. We get them right. Ten, we, we get them right. This is what Mickey had to say about the Wallabies winning the World Cup. Hey, uh, by the way, I stand by my prediction that Australia will win the World Cup <laughs> by a mile. <laughs> <laughs> and I still stand by it. I, if, <laughs> and, yeah, and the cricket all... one day, the cricket one day is maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I, well, we'll cane them in that too. All <laughs> right, um... you made your point. You happy with how it all went down? Uh, yeah. The right people uh, won. There's, there's no. Is there any controversy that the Brownlow's mind and con- controversy? Nothing. Yeah, no. They were, they, look, it was a good night for Newcastle because Tamika Upton won the NRLW Dalian of the Year. Just quickly, uh, Coach of the Year was uh, the Warriors, Andrew Webster. No one's, no one's arguing with that. The uh, captain of the year was Adam Reynolds from the Broncos, and the rookie of the year was uh, Tito Taruva from the Mighty Penny Panthers. So great night from all. Well done to well the uh, organisation. Caleb Ponga goes 60 metres to score an outstanding try. And he's going to go in right under the post. Caelan goes again. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, your 2023 NRL Dalian Player of the Year, Caelan Ponga from the Newcastle Knights. Yeah, the man affectionately known as KP um, finished with a landslide of votes last night in the Daly M to finish one point ahead of favourite Sean Johnson on 56 votes, picking up six votes in the last game and instrumental in uh, the Newcastle surge to finals uh, forays. Uh, happy to say, everyone, that he's uh, joining us on the line now. KP, how do you feel this morning, my man? Um, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's still pretty overwhelmed by it all, to be honest. Um, 
haven't really had time to reflect, uh, soak it all up sort of thing. Deep, deep down, did you really, honestly, and I know you said last night, you know, you were here for a you know, great night and all that type of stuff, but did you give yourself any chance? Because, I mean, in that run that you had, um, the nine, ten games that he's won in a row, uh, you were instrumental, but you had some other players around you who, who might have stolen points from you, but that wasn't the case. You were, you had a, a purple patch, as they call it, in the game. Um, yeah, no, I didn't think. I thought, uh, to be honest, I might finish up there, and... Um, I was thinking if you know my name's on that leaderboard, like the screen, that leaderboard, um, it'd be pretty special. I think uh, you look at the players on that board, um, you know, just for, for my name to be up there would have been pretty nice. Uh, especially after I think they when the screen was at round 18 and I wasn't mm. on there, so I was thinking, oh, <laughs> you know, if I just can get to the the top 10, I'd be happy. But um, yeah, no, I definitely didn't think I'd be standing there. Um, at the top of it all. Uh, Caelan McMalloy here. Uh, lovely to speak to you. Have you had any sleep? <laughs> Does my voice sound a bit croaky? <laughs> <laughs> you sound but, like you may have uh, gone straight through. Nah, no, nah, I had a little bit of sleep. I, um, I definitely I enjoyed the night. After the formalities were done, I had a few people text me saying, um, you know, soak it all up, and I definitely did that. Um, so... Yeah, it was a good night. I mean, it's it's a night that you know you don't well doesn't come around too often. Yeah. So I sort of had that in mind last night, definitely. Well, the big fella here, MG, tipped you on yesterday's program, so it, it may have come as a surprise to some. It always does. I mean, the best players always end up at the pointy end in these awards. But uh, MG uh, said on the program yesterday, Kalen uh, gets it. So were you as confident as him? No, definitely not. Um, <laughs> even, even my mum wasn't, so. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, KP, you joined some illustrious company because I, I, not only did Tamika Upton, uh, what a Newcastle landslide it was last night, winning the NRLW award, but um, you joined Andrew Johns, who won it in 98, 99, 2002, and Danny Badiris, who won it in 2004. So you've, you've joined some illustrious company, brother. Yeah, I got told that this morning. Um, and... Uh, it just it makes it even more special. I think like, for me personally to have had a lot to do with Danny. Um, he's looked after me, uh, especially these last two years, I reckon, and just off the field more than on the field, and uh, sort of have my name etched in history now alongside you know those other Newcastle greats. Um, yeah, it is pretty special. Well, start of the season, we weren't quite sure what would happen. You went to Canada, you got your head assessment, you come back with the all clear, and. Your rugby league uh, on the field in the last three months in particular was outstanding. You thoroughly deserved, mate, and we can't wait to see you running around next year in the uh, in the blue and red of the Newcastle Knights. And congratulations from everyone here at Triple M. Yeah. No, thank you. Thanks, guys. You've always been good to me, um, and I appreciate the support. Good on you, Great stuff, Take mate. it easy, brother. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Thank you. The two best sides of 2023, they will meet Sunday. We'll play for the title. It's Billy Walters just going himself and scoring. Dylan Edwards, then Cottle for the corner. He gets a shot pass away. Buckworth for score. And clear, he's going to put it down right out of the post. Well, two more sleeps uh, until we see probably the best game we'll see all year. Both these teams are heavyweights in their own division. Um, the Broncos have been fantastic this season, coming off the uh, the bottom rope basically to pull themselves up and make a grand final. Um, and the, the, the Penrith Panthers are the team, the form team in the last three or four years but uh, to dissect all Sunday we we, uh, we introduced the main man from Brisbane uh, the one the only the raging bull Gordy Talis Gordy <laughs> what are the players going through right now as we speak my man 
Oh, I think it's all the excitement. You know, you've probably got all your fan stuff over. You know, um, the Broncos are staying down at Coogee, so they'll just be laying in the sun working on that great Queensland tan. And <laughs> that's what we used to do. But the water was too cold, so we'd sit there. Again. <laughs> and we're sookie Queenslanders. The water's too cold down here in New South Wales. So, um, But I'm sure that they'll just be relaxing. The the form line of these two teams, look, it's we wanted to see these two play in this game. With no disrespect to... Uh, the Warriors, or, or no disrespect yeah. to the Storm, but I think at the at the end of the day, these two teams have been the form teams in the competition. Let's first start with the Penrith Panthers, um, wow. 2020, 2021, 2022, and now 2023. Not since the early 80s have we seen a team go back to back to back. Yep. What's the most impressive team f- for you about the Penrith Panthers? Oh, I I just think the, they're they're never flustered. So mm. I watch them when they get beaten by. Melbourne, then South, it was two points in South, and then Adam Reynolds kicks from the sideline that was in the 75th minute, that like they missed that. But Nathan, but Nathan Cleary sits there, and he's got ice running through his veins. He's never, like you never see him flustered. You never like, but he doesn't do too much wrong, right? And they're always, and they're winning a lot of games of footy, but very rarely you see him flustered. Uh, defensively, they're the best. They work really hard for each other. Um Every time you watch it, and if you turn down the commentary, there's more black or pink jerseys in the picture than most. That's why they're so successful. I think they're the hardest working team that I've actually witnessed. They're, they're, um, Melbourne Melbourne were hard to beat, and I think Penrith have just got their game plan and taken that to another level, and they've got a little bit more skill. It's simple as that. What I noticed as well is that they've never got their hands on their, on their knees or their hips. No. They, their body language is, is paramount. And here's a stat for you. I know, and I know that stats... Don't win rugby league games, but this—if you're a Penrith Panther fan, listen to this stat. And if they're at, if they're in front at half time, maybe go and line up because in the past 73 games that the Panthers have played, they've lost just once when in front at half time, um, and that was that one time was this year against the Cowboys in round 16 in a state of origin affected game. So basically, they're out of the blocks and they're straight in at your throat. What yeah. what have the Broncos got to do to combat that? Well, I think they play their own style. I think Brisbane, Brisbane, like. Uh, who would have thought? I think Penrith lost their first two games of the year. Obviously, one was St. Helens in the World Club Challenge, and we were all shocked. MG, I mean, because I'm thinking, well, the Panthers, like they rested, you know, like they had a World Cup, they come back, and, you know, the boys are supposed to rest, but they all jump back on the training paddock. Mm. And I thought, well, that could be danger signs because they yeah. can run out of gas by the end of the year, right? Then Brisbane beat them in round one by one point or whatever it was. I'm like, wow, that was a shock to me as well. Mm. But I think Brisbane, since that game has improved, there's no doubt Penrith have improved um, the quality of players that they've lost um, over the last couple of years. And for the guys to you know, just, just sort of keep on going on. But I think Brisbane can't go in their shell. Um, and I don't think that they will. Like you watched, watched Reese last week, Reese Lightning, he threw an intercept. The next play he went down there, he just double pumped yep. and Herbie Farmworth scores and then he throws the cutout ball and he goes. So um, don't go in your shell. Um, play your natural game. Because that's what gets you there. The thing that's impressed me most, I think, with the Broncos is that they've probably got two or three of the most improved players in the competition. And I, I look at Billy Walters. I look yeah. at Ezra Mam. Um, I look at Farmworth. Uh, another one. I look at I look at Herbie Farmworth. I look at Flegler. Um, yeah. These guys have just seemed to be on the same page. And where obviously you know Billy, you know Kevy Walters yeah. more than anyone. I, I toured with him in 1990. <laughs> I've seen the other side of him. He's a cheeky little scoundrel along with Alfie and his brother, Kerrod. But when it comes to business, Gordy, obviously yeah. this team are all pulling in the same direction because they're getting the results and they're getting them with the real – like, it seems to me that they, they don't care how many points you score. 
they'll score more than you. That seems to be their attitude. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Like, don't worry about Kevy's Jake. He's the most successful player that I've played with. Mm. So I think six he's comps. won six. So he's won six competitions. I haven't played with anybody that's won more than that. Um, then he was at Melbourne when they won competitions. Uh, he was at Brisbane when they lost. Uh, he was the one they got Milford and yeah. Hunt playing like Milford was. Like, there's only one player that's had Milford playing to his potential. And that's when Kevy was in charge of the half. So there's a serious coach in there. Um, they got the wooden spoon a couple of years ago. And the turnaround, I think they got 14th and then they finished out of the eight and everybody was ripping him. And I don't think too many believed in him, but the belief in himself. Um, and I sent him a photo through the week and it was a photo when, you know, not that one again. Not that one again with you in the shower. Come on, mate. No. You've been, been going around social media for no, three or four time, years now. This time the towel fell off and I was lying in bed with the remote, if you know what I'm talking about, waxing the board. Come on, Fox Horror, mate. Get... Remember when you were waxing the board a couple of Anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah, but you know what I mean? So, so like, uh, there was a photo with Jack, Billy, uh, and Jetty Walden. Oh, and that's when, yeah. yeah, mate, and that's where Kevy lost his wife. And those kids used to come into our dressing room because – you know, we were one big family, and he, and pretty much the Broncos, mate, it was a crash for like a long time, for about three or four years. And Kevin would bring these young kids in, and I saw Billy standing over the, uh, standing 2000, and he's about a foot above the trophy. So that part, I wish that they could hold it again, because when Nathan and, and Ivan held it, like yep. there's a bit of romance in our game. You know, when Marty so. Lang and Johnny Lang held it, like then, like then they're the parts when Dean Young, Yep. Hugged his dad, Big Albert, when he walked out on the field. They're the moments that I remember the most in rugby league. And, you know, I would just love Kevy, you know, to hold it with his son because I know how much it would mean. Okay, a couple of quick questions before we go. You're Ivan Cleary. Uh, yep. What do you say in your team about who to watch for the Broncos first? Uh, I just think it's Reese Walsh. You know, um, and through 360, we've had everybody on and they say, mate, we all say the same thing, Reese Walsh. But you think you've got him. And a couple of guys, and it was Luke Keery and these guys say, he's like Billy Slater. He goes, he just, you think you have him. And then he'll cut back inside, cut back outside. He goes, and then we just jammed on him. And you think you jam and he throws a cutout ball or he just skips around you or he hits a hole on the inside. So I think Reese's Brisbane's greatest attackers, obviously with Payne Hassan, Carrigan and Flegler in the middle. They've been absolutely outstanding. Yeah, I so, concur. So, 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 uh, I know that it all starts in the forwards, but there's no doubt that the Penrith kicking game, and they do have the best kicker in the game, or well, arguably the best kicker, and there's a great shootout between Adam Reynolds and Nathan Cleary this week. But Well, that's the point. Next question. What do you say, your Kevy Walters, what are you saying to his, your team about who to watch for the Penrith Panthers? All of them. Uh, do you know what? I reckon I reckon their best big game player is Leota. I watched him hit Latrell Mitchell. Good? Mate, I watched him hit Latrell Mitchell. Last year in the grand final. Right. And then I watched him in the grand final and there was a break and he chases like he like was on his bike. Um, wow. I think he's brutal. I think, I think, you know, and Fisher Harrison, he's not far behind him. I think, mm. I think their two bookends are the ones and you've got to ruffle their feathers. And the only way you do it is by stopping those two guys. I think you stop those two guys. Uh, you're going to limit yo and Nathan. You don't, you can't stop those guys, but I think, you know, um, if they limit, can yeah. limit the, I think the big four, which is the two front rowers, uh, Yo and Nathan, I think they can I think they can get the job done. And at ten forty five on Sunday night, the score will be and the and the Clive Churchill medalist will be twenty two sixteen to the Broncos and Clive Churchill medalist will be Reese Lightning. Yeah. Goody Tallis, can't wait, brother. Thanks we'll see all your stuff on Fox and on Triple M and see you at the game on Sunday. Oh, you tell me, tell, 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 hey, are they gonna wear the licorice all sorts jersey? 
They're wearing the they're wearing the homage. They're paying homage to the two thousand and three team. Oh right, yeah, twenty years, yeah, twenty, 20 years. years, yeah. So, so is that the jersey? A, it's the black one with the little yeah, a couple yeah. of stripes from the yeah. their jersey and it's from twenty twenty three. And it's a duller green and red. It's not yes, the, yeah, wow. Yep. That's the one they're playing. So get ready, Broncos. Get ready, Panther fans, because Sunday with night Dada uniforms straight with Dada. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, who is it? Oak? No, Oak. Oak and now they've now they got Hurts. Good on you, Tomo. Good on you, Gordy. Thanks for your time, brother. Love you. Thanks, MG.